live and local. It's Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on youtube.com slash sacktownsports1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. And we are joined by my guy, Jason Dumas, sports director for KRON Cron 4 News, also does work with 95.7 The Game. Jason, how are you doing, my friend, on this Friday? What's up, man? I'm doing great. Nice day out. I'm in uh, I'm in Union uh, Square, about to head down to Santa Cruz. Nothing to complain about. Wow. San- oh, yeah, right, because you're, you're doing Santa Cruz Warriors as well, right? Yeah, yeah, do the sideline for their home games. So they, they got a game against uh, Portland's G League affiliate tonight, Rip City. So that should be a, a cool one. Santa Cruz, 5-1 and one this year. Ooh, there you go. There you go. So, Jason, I mean, I was going to ask, you know, with your ties to Philly, if you were if you were going to be – if you were going to be in Philly, because you know when I when I follow you on the gram, I, my, my nickname for you is Frequent Flyer because you're all over the globe <laughs> all the time. But it seems like you're hanging out this weekend. I have to ask. I know you cover the Niners. You're from Philly. Let me just ask: Where does your allegiance lie? I mean, honestly, I'm a Philly guy, so I'm always going to favor Philly teams. They're in my heart, but. I've been doing this long enough, man. It's, what, my 11th year on TV. I've been doing it long enough where I can be objective and, uh, you know, and do my job correctly while also, you know, deep down liking to see one of my team wins and everything. But at the end of the day, the game's going to play itself out, and I'm just going to get on TV and tell everybody what happened, keep it real. See, you have it much easier than me because, you know, I got to break down Kings and then people are like, aren't you from the Bay? And then they're on my helmet out here, Jason. So I know I know you 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 are not uh, jealous of my situation. Yeah, Jason, I, I was no, not at all. And it's harder on radio. It's harder on radio because, you know, you're on the radio for four hours. You're giving your opinions as well. When I'm on TV, I don't really give my opinions. I kind of just present the facts and. And what happened in the storylines of the game, I don't really have to give my takes. But when you're on the radio, that can get yourself in trouble. People start flipping you and putting it on the Internet, and then you're, you know, you're they're dragging you through the mud. There you yeah, go. Yeah, my, my, our guy, Alan, don't know nothing about that, right? <laughs> he, he don't know nothing about getting dragged through the mud on socials. Uh, Jason, I, I was wondering, uh, the Eagles, a lot has been made of their, their record in one score game, 7-1. and one, And uh, I'm a Vikings fan, and as a Vikings fan last year, that was the the big talking point. And people were, were very quick to, to always throw in my face that the Vikings were fraudulent because of that one score record. Do you feel like Philly falls into that same category a bit this year, or, or is that stat kind of not a not a one-for-all kind of thing? You know what? When I saw that stat earlier this week, it threw me off guard, and then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Every game has been pretty close. There was a couple, like, I'm pretty sure that Vikings game was a one-possession game, but, yeah. you know, the Eagles were kind of handling them the whole game. Kirk, Kirk got the backdoor cover, which won me some money that week. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, if the Eagles were like a one-hit wonder and they weren't good last year, I would put a little more stock in that. Like the Vikings, they kind of came out of nowhere. They were always like middle of the pack. And last year they were just really dominant. So I was like, eh, might be an anomaly. But the Eagles, they're like, they've lost like two regular season games in, two, in or Jalen Hurts has lost two regular, regular season games in two years. The Eagles have been a playoff team for three years now. 
I think they've done a little much to be considered a, a lucky team. Do they win close games? Yeah, but they've been good for three seasons now. It's just who they are. Talking to Jason Dumas, sports director for KRON Cron 4 News, also does work with 95.7 The Game and the sideline host for the Santa Cruz Warriors. You know, Jason, I got to be honest. We we pull back the curtain here on this show. I already knew what your answer was going to be to the Eagles questions. I was just letting our listeners know where your allegiance lies because on social media, on X, on Twitter, you've been getting spicy a little bit with Niner fans and the conversations about Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts for MVP. Why don't you let everybody know where you stand on it and I guess the argument of Brock Purdy's throwing numbers versus Jalen Hurts and just the package that is Jalen and this Eagles team. Yeah, well, my thing is, yeah, I, I definitely got I got uh, sucked into the engagement trap on Twitter. <laughs> I've usually been – I've been chilling lately, but someone sucked me into it. My whole thing is this. The MVP award in pretty much every sport, the four main sports, it is as much narrative and storyline-based as it is performance-based. Mm-hmm. It just always has been. If it was strictly performance-based, we would have seen LeBron James win it about eight straight years. We would have seen uh, Steph have more MVPs, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Like, But if not, people like storylines. you got to remember, the people voting for these awards are human beings with emotion, and they put context into the situation. So... I responded to a tweet that basically was scoffing at Jalen Hurts being the front runner for MVP. Now, in my opinion, I think I think he should be one of the front runners. You know, pick your poison. I think it's him, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, and Dak. I think they're all kind of shoulder to shoulder, and when you're that close, you kind of start looking at records and head to head. So I had a, took a I took an exception to people laughing like, why is Jalen Hurts being considered? Just look at his story. Last year, he had better numbers, and he was going to win that MVP award until he got hurt in Chicago and he missed three games. Patrick Mahomes overtook him after Jalen Hurts missed that time. He follows up that year, and he's 10-1. and one. And if you look at his last two years, he's only lost two regular season games. He has a bunch of signature wins against really good teams, and he has a bunch of MVP moments, which was topped off last week on that game-winning touchdown in overtime. It's a great story. That is why he is leading the MVP odds right now. And it's always been like that in sports. It's not a surprise. If you if you haven't noticed that, you just don't know how that award works. That's how these people vote mm-hmm. for these awards. So it's pretty obvious to me why he is one of the favorites for MVP. Now, if Christian McCaffrey won it or if Dak Prescott won it. I wouldn't be up in arms. They're having great seasons, too. And Christian McCaffrey, that's a great story. But I wouldn't vote for Brock Purdy as an MVP because I don't even think he's the most valuable player on his offense. I think Christian McCaffrey is the cog that makes that engine go. And before they acquired Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers were a good team. Since they added him, they've been a great team. He is their guy. Yeah, Jason, uh, and when when you talk about the Eagles, and I mean, it, it gets brought up every week, but it, is, it especially feels like this week the battle of the trenches is is going to be massive. And is there any way you see the Niners winning this game without us coming out on the other side of this game saying 
the Niners' D-line clearly won that battle. Is there any way the Niners can win without winning that battle? Uh, yeah, I think they can. You know, the Niners and Eagles both have a really good defensive line. I think the Eagles' defensive line last year was much better. Uh, the Eagles have struggled in the secondary this year, and I think it's mainly because they just haven't been getting to the quarterback as much. Now, of course, last year it was at a record pace. They were one sack away from having the most sacks of all time in NFL history. So that was kind of different. They're still good, but they're not getting to the quarterback as much. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say the Niners have to win that battle. I just think the Niners, it's key for them to get out early. The Niners are really, really hard to beat when they get going early because they have such like a such like a good cadence to their offense, and when they get in rhythm, it's just like clockwork. They just drive down the field so methodically on people. So, but they get a little they get a little flustered uh, when things don't go their way and the timing is off. That's why when Christian McCaffrey was hurt and Trent Williams was hurt and they didn't have all the pieces, Debo, you saw them struggle. You 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 just did. So, but they're healthy. So, I think their key is getting off to a fast start and getting that secondary or getting testing that Eagles secondary. I think it's actually more important to Eagles to get home than the 49ers to get home to the quarterback. Talking to Jason Dumas, sports director, KRON, Cron 4 News, also does work with 95.7 The Game, sideline reporter for the Santa Cruz Warriors. Jason, one more before we get you out of here. Who needs this game more? Oh, it's the Niners, by far. Yeah. That's another uh, reason why I think the Niners are going to win. Uh, The Niners need it more for a bunch of reasons. One, they kind of have to talk uh, back up all the trash that they talk all off season. They try to play it off now. They, I heard George Kittle say the media likes to make things a bigger deal than they are. Like, dude, come on. Like, you guys made this a big deal. The media did it. You know, all the off season, you have one of your best players calling one of the Eagles players trash. That's not normal. You don't see NFL players really doing that. Call the guy trash. You guys were. You know, mics were in your face, so I'm not particularly blaming you, but mm-hmm. every time a mic was in your face during Super Bowl week, you guys hooting and hollering and we would have done this, we would have done that. Your guys are going to have to back that up. Obviously, it means more to the Niners in the standings if they want home field advantage, which they really wanted coming into this year. They didn't want to have to play a road NFC championship game. They'll have to win this one. They're not going to be able to get home field advantage throughout if they lose this one. And they're on extra rest, and, you know, they're a little healthier than the Eagles right now. They need to win this game. And I think also just from a mental point of view, the Eagles beat them. After all that, I just laid out on the line. You know, what What do you think of yourself? Obviously, you're going to say publicly, ah, the game will bounce back, but you're going to be like, damn, we kind of had the odds in our favor this week, and we still lost. So I think the Niners will win. They're a really good team. These guys are very, very comparable in talent level. But I think the Niners are a little hungrier than the Eagles. Eagles in the middle of a gauntlet. and They got the Cowboys next week. They, they just need to try to get through this stretch un, unscathed, maybe one loss. But the Niners, they, they need this one way more than the Eagles. 
There you go, Jason Dumas, sports director, Crown 4 News. Jason, thank you for joining. Look, for anybody from the Bay or Sacramento heading out to Philly, I got to ask you as a Philly guy, and I know you won't say Pats and Geno's, but where should they go to get that cheesesteak? Where should they go? Oh, that's a good question. There's so many. I would say this. Go to Reading Terminal Market. Mm-hmm. It's, right down, it's right downtown. Center City, Philadelphia. You can get yourself a cheesesteak. You can get yourself a roasted pork sandwich, desserts, ice cream, Italian. It's a big, big, basically indoor farmer's flea market type deal. And you have a lot of options. And you're right downtown. I'm not going to send these Niners fans into the neighborhood. I could be an accessory. So... Go, 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 go to Red Terminal. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jason, man. Have fun in Santa Cruz. Thank you for the good work, and we'll have you back on again soon. Have a good weekend. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Thank there you, you go. Jason Dumas, sports director at Cron 4 News, also does work with 95.7 The Game and also is the sideline reporter for the Santa Cruz Warriors. How'd you Got- rate, how'd you rate his, his – his, uh- as uh, Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, have oh. you been there before? Oh yeah, Reading Terminal Market. Okay. So they got the cheesesteaks popping. That roasted pork sandwich that he's yeah, talking about. That, 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 that got me. That <laughs> one best sandwich in America about five, six years ago. And I've had it. Very really? good. Very good with broccoli rob. You gotta check it out. My personal favorite, if you've been to Philly, it's called Ishka Bibbles. It is called Ishka Bibbles. <laughs> it is very good. And on Creed, I believe that on Creed, they go to Jim Steaks. That's another good one. There's a bunch of good ones out there for anybody heading out to Philly. Hit me up. I will or hit Jason up. I will help you out and he will help you out as well. Gotta get to a break. When we get back, we have an update on Keegan Murray. And we also I should have done that. Key Keegan Murray. There, there you, you go. go. And we're also talking Shohei to the Bay, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacramento has a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Thank you again to Jason Dumas, sports director for. K-R-O-N, Cron 4 News. There's a lot of good work out there. Also, giving you some ideas to where you should go if you're going to Philly to grab not just a cheesesteak, other types of sandwiches as well. Reading Terminal Market, you gotta go if you are headed out there. Hit us up if you got any questions. And be be careful out there, though. Jason said, be careful (laughs) out there, though. We have... Some news, some injury news yeah. on Keegan Murray from our own Brendan Nunes. Yes, Kings, uh, I believe, are just wrapping up their practice for today. And our very own Brendan Nunes puts out on his Twitter slash X account, uh, Keegan Murray back was uh, a full participant in today's practice. They're waiting to see how he feels after today before determining his status for tomorrow versus Denver. And uh, this is a little bit of deja vu all over again, if you will, uh, as we as we remember, if mm-hmm. we will, that Keegan Murray did practice. What was that? Um, was that before Tuesday? Was that was that even pre Warrior game, or was that? I can't even remember yeah. with how many how many games and stuff there's been this week. But um, if we remember, Keegan Murray did practice earlier this week, and uh, it did not ultimately lead to him playing in those games but you know if you had to guess this is more of a I mean the fact that he is fully participating in practice is obviously a huge Mm -hmm. step but uh clearly what happened was the reaction to that you know it's like it's it's like when you twist your ankle or something it's not necessarily about what your ankle looks like that day it's what happens the next day when you wake up how you feel and if I had to guess that's what's going on with Keegan is 
you know, work them out, put them through the ringer, and then tomorrow or, or maybe even just later tonight, they'll say, hey, you know, any anything, you know, feeling tight, right, you know, right. is, are you are you feeling loose or are you feeling good? How, how's it feeling? And then that'll probably determine uh, his status for tomorrow, if hmm. I had to guess. Yeah. And you know it what? Seem too serious. I know people do this, and you can't. I know people or teams don't do this, or if they do do it, they don't say it out loud. But honestly, it would be a thing for me where I'd just keep an eye on Jamal Murray. I would. Yeah. I would personally. Yeah. I, I would. If Jamal Murray, if it looks like Jamal Murray, and we'll we'll see if we can get an update on that as well. Right. If it looks like Jamal Murray is not going to play tomorrow, I would. I would. Hey, Keegan. Right, maybe, another day's okay. Maybe another day. Exactly. Another day's we, okay. We got a big game on Monday, right? That's right. Come That's actually now. very true because the Pelicans they will be raring Gonna to need go. Them for that. There you go. It's an elimination game. Elimination yes, game. You know, a little bit of feel, a little bit of tournament feel out there. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. It is a funny Friday. So before we get to Shohei, I just saw this story pop up, and I'm not really sure what. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually an accident or not, but here you go. Adidas account oh. calls Kevin <laughs> Durant dusty. Yes, yes, they did. Meant to send it from the burner account. I don't think so. so. Kevin Durant is roasting Anthony Edwards' shoes, and he goes, won't ever see me put a big toe in those bleepers, <laughs> right? Adidas comments, the official Adidas Twitter account says, you dusty, about to retire soon anyway. <laughs> And then Adidas goes, meant to send that from the burner account. Uh, so great. I guess now I'm confused if yep. they were trying to cover it up as a joke. And now it has me thinking, oh, yeah. was it all part of the joke or not? Because obviously Kevin Durant is with yeah. Nike. Or do you think they actually got caught? No, I think that this is like a – I think this is a social media intern who thought that this was going to hit and then yeah. – kind of missed and then probably caught some flack and they were like, oh, let's, let's try and save this. Cause I mean, to me it was, it, it gave big, you know how like Wendy's is kind of good at clapping yeah, back on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. It gave me that kind of energy where they thought again, like they were going to make this big meme moment where, mm-hmm. Oh, look at it. Like, you know, this is a we great Adidas. KD. We turned yeah. this Nike athlete into Adidas marketing. And you know, I think it was just kind of a flop. If you are going to flop, though, I do think that Kevin Durant is the right person to take a swing on. No, it definitely is. Right? Kevin's always on social media. So, I thought that just saw that pop up after the break. So, or before the, (laughs) during the break. Yeah. So, Kevin Durant got called Dusty. You Dust. They said you Dusty. The thing that made me think it might have been a mistake was that they actually spelled you just with a U. Like it wasn't right. spelled they, like it was. Yeah, but maybe they're just trying to placate. Yeah, to I think it makes the it audience. softer. You know, yeah. it makes it a little bit more like Bauta. They also said Bauta. Yeah, B B O U T A. You Bauta retire anyway. Bauta retire soon, anyways. That's it's so good. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You dusty. That's that's crazy. Bauta I mean, retire soon anyway. You know, I mean, and they don't not, really have much yeah. to lose. We're not I talking guess. about Adidas yeah. right now. Exactly. They don't yeah. Do that, it's like so. KD's not signing with Adidas anyway. No. Like he's he's probably going to get a, a lifetime Nike contract anyway. So. And they don't want him. He dusty. Yeah, he he is. You know, he he dusty. He. Speaking of dusty, Boy, hey, ankles. Major League Baseball. <laughs> oh come on, we're trying to make we're trying to dust off Major League Baseball and make it exciting in NorCal again. And the Giants, according to Jeff Passan. The Rangers, Red Sox, and Mets were initial suitors for Shohei. 
but each team has seemingly turned their attention to other players. Jeff Passan goes on to say that the Giants' interests, I guess, in Shohei, or I guess their, you know, the level of interest is unknown, which a lot of Giants fans are saying is a good thing. Right. Because, hey, that doesn't mean we're out of it. We're not being too loud. How many times have the Giants been loud and we're getting Bryce Harper or we're getting Aaron yeah. Judge? And then they don't get them. They sound so, scarred. Is yes. what it sounds like no, no, to me. I mean, it sounds like they're wanna... like, no, this is actually a good thing yeah. that we're <laughs> no, not involved. Guys, no, okay. trust me. The fact that nobody's talking about us is actually it's good. Because when they all talk the about us, it's, it's actually bad. We so. get arson judge, and we don't want <laughs> – I have an arson judge jersey. I don't want to yeah. hear about they're gonna it. We're going to get Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Shohei Otani. And now <laughs> you have John Heyman, who also put out something <laughs> yesterday. John Heyman is connecting Shohei Otani, Juan Soto – Cody Bellinger to the Giants. My goodness. Do we have the Avengers music? My God. Yeah, but the, the Soto thing is confusing because do you really think the Padres, I was like, well, you got our coach. We'll right. send you one of our star players as well. <laughs> They've done it before. That's true. If true. somebody would do it. Well, we do have Kyle, the resident Padre fan in here. What, what do you think with Soto? You think, would they send him? To the Giants? Look, I I don't know what's happening with that. Look, their <laughs> their owner just died. They don't really have an ownership group. Yeah. Their general manager is known to be a jerk. I it's a party there. Know. Party in Petco though. Yeah. No, we <laughs> were America's stadium. team for about three months. Yeah. Uh, they've traded they've traded with rivals before. They sent uh Matt Kemp and Yasmani Grandal swapped teams before. They've they've made trades like this before. They would trade him to the Giants. Hmm. If that the would be nice, right? I, I like that's the thing. I like you know that that is this, and don't get me started on my soapbox here. But that is the saddest thing about baseball right now because, and we talked about it during the season. It is an electric time period. This man had seventy stolen bases, not Juan Soto, no. but you know th- th- there are really some crazy things happening in baseball right now, and nobody seems to care. Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep. Had a ridiculous, and I know. Oh well, he knows when he can steal and things like right. that. Bases are bigger. We don't care. We don't care. All right, the bases are bigger. Yes, and there's the the pitch clock. Yeah. They're doing everything you only they get can one do. Pick off or whatever it is. And when we sit there and we name off all the exciting baseball players, what I've continued to say is you're always going to forget someone. And Juan Soto, Juan Soto is one of those guys that I think a lot of people would forget. He's already got a World Series ring. He does. He's left-handed. You know what I mean? He he's only 25 years old. Right, and the Giants could have them. And honestly, Chris, especially being in Sacramento now, I guess that's a question for Sacramento Giants fans. Right, what would it take you? When were you going to Giants games during the even years when they were balling? And what would it take you to start going again? Because I know you haven't been going lately. Right, is it just as simple as success, or does star power matter? I well, think is, is really the the question as well. What was that two years ago? One hundred and seven wins. Right, is th- anybody driving out for that? Probably not. I think some were, but I think the the interest that the Giants are probably looking for, especially now with the A's completely out of or on their way out yeah, of town, yeah. like they're looking for a complete and utter monopoly of this area. I think you need stars. I think you, you, success is cool. A sustained success would be great. Of course, I think if you have, you know, if you can convince the area that regardless of if it is these three stars mm-hmm. or two of those three stars that are listed in that Heyman tweet, like I think, yeah, I just think that even – even just big names, I don't think would be enough. Shohei is one thing. Shohei is like, one thing. If you bring Juan Soto and the team still isn't successful, I don't think that's doing it. So to me, no, 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 success no, no. comes first. And if you have 
good play. I mean, you know, I wouldn't say the Giants had tons of marquee guys mm. during that that Buster, championship run. Buster, Lincecum. of course, Linscum and Bumgarner, and you know, fans he, fell in love with Crawford. Panda, the Panda yeah, hat. they fell in Matt love with Kane. those guys. But, yeah, you know those those guys became stars because they were on good teams. They mm. weren't stars already that were Hunter on a good Pence team. was. He got the scooter. He's right. scooting around totally. the city, and he was a, he was a character as well. Yeah, I think you need both, and we're seeing reports that Shohei even with his this is crazy. With his second, a lot of people don't. This is second Tommy John injury, contract around five hundred million dollars plus. Plus, if he did not, I'm just curious. That's the that's the question. That question to me yeah. is going to go down with if we're sticking just to baseball. If Griffey never got injured, right? Right. Just just if if Bonds never I don't know, got caught or whatever it is. Allegedly sprinkled. Allegedly, allegedly sprinkle, I didn't sprinkle, know sprinkle, it was in sprinkle. my locker. Whatever it is, right? What would Shohei Otani's contract have been if he didn't get blank injured check. this past season? A blank check. Blank check. Remember that movie from the '90s, Blank Check, when the kid gets a blank check? Oh, no, I don't. I, well, you, you're a little bit younger. Yeah. And Kyle, I know. Yeah. I don't think it came out yet. Kid gets a blank check, and somebody I know on the text line or the YouTube chat, you know what I'm talking about. Kid gets a blank check. Mm-hmm. I forget how, somehow. I don't know if somebody passed away. Gets a blank check, and I think he fills it out himself. I might right. be butchering this. Long story short, he's about. 10 years old, 11 years old, and he's a millionaire now. And he just hangs out with his friends. And then there are people coming to get the money. And he's chasing, you know what I mean? It's yes. good stuff. Look at Blank Check. The movie Blank Check came out in 1994. It has a 9% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> they don't know. They don't, Rotten Tomatoes, no. They don't know. <laughs> 90s was a different time. Why would, you, why would you read that, Kyle? 90s was a different time. Help me out on the text line. Oh, you, that was a good. Yo, that is why IMDb five point three out of ten. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know ball. It was a different time. It was a different time. All right, gotta go. Gotta get to a break. When we get back, that's right. It's one thirty. What does that mean? Arf. Dog segment, and it's Kyle behind the glass today. So we'll have some fun. Your dog segment. Get your dogs in. It's a big game tomorrow. There's one dog that I'm waiting for somebody to pick against Jokic. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Two of. Live and local, it's Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. And no, and now hold on a second. Taking you up to 2 p.m. Because I, I mentioned something. If you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. If you've been listening, thank you for listening. I mentioned a movie, 1994, and I, and I am... I am the OG in the room right now because you have Chris Watkins, who has not heard of the show or heard of the movie. I was four when it came out, so I don't know why I remember it, but I was in 1994. I was four years old. So we got Chris Watkins, who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Nope. Kyle, of course, doesn't know what I'm talking about. So here it is IMDb. After a bike accident, a young boy inadvertently gains possession of a check for $1 million and proceeds to spend it. Unaware that the gangsters it belongs to are in pursuit. What kind of gangsters write checks? Hey, back accident. You know, I'm gonna fire that, that up. That sounds this like weekend. a paper trail. No, I'm gonna fire. And thank you, 916-339-1140. You want to be part of the conversation. Thank you to the 916. I see you. Blank check was a banger in all caps. It was just a different time, right? The big green. Look, look who's I like the main you- actor in it? Like, I don't know. Was it some kid it was a, actor? Yes, it's a child. I mean, obviously, it's right. A child. Like, was there anybody of note? You know, 
It was the nineties. Not even yeah. like a young Ryan Reynolds. Like, what are we talking about? I guarantee you. And Macaulay I'm not, Culkin, like at least well, I he know, was doing you know, a lot. Like I guarantee you, you look up some some of our favorites. Don't trust Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb <laughs> for the nineties. I guarantee yeah. you, they gave Mighty Ducks a bad rating, Probably. and Mighty Ducks was an absolute banger. I don't know if they've got nine percent. Right, that's a little low for yeah. me. I might have to write in to IMDb and say, hey, you need to you need to raise this up. All right, Mighty that's, Ducks has a twenty three percent grade. See, on man, Rotten Tomatoes. that's disrespectful. Eek. That's disrespectful. It's not great. It's not All great. right. Well, we're about to be Eek. hopefully disrespectful to the Nuggets hey. tomorrow night as the Kings get it going. And it is time for the dog segment. We will not be in tomorrow, of course. So it is time for the dog segment. Kyle, haven't had you in a while. Let's start with He's you. Due. Who is your dog tomorrow night? So Wednesday's game wasn't great for the Sacramento Kings, right? Not particularly. No. But there was one Sacramento King player who had a positive plus minus in that game. And last I checked on the box score, I think he had like a plus 10, despite the fact they lost by 20-something points. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I guess, double down on him today as my my dog for Saturday. I'll take Mr. Vazenkov. Okay. Sasha Vazenkov is your dog. Sasha Vazenkov is my pick. Yeah, he's been on a bit of a heater offensively. And defensively, and you know, things are things are starting to percolate here for Sasha Vizankov. I think there were a lot of expectations, right, when he came in, yep. and we are a microwave society. We are a hot pocket society. Do you guys know what hot pockets are, Kyle? Absolutely. Do you know what a hot yes. pocket is? I, I used to eat hot pockets. Okay, yes. there you yeah. go. I just have to check these days. A lot of hot pockets. And we expect things to happen quickly. Yep. So when Sasha Vizankov, it took a little bit, and we're talking, we're talking six games here, yep. right? And we're thinking, man, what the heck? We thought Sasha was going to be a, a big piece. It's it's starting to happen now. It's starting to happen. So I think that's a great pick, Chris. Who is your dog for tomorrow? I'm gonna go with Demonis Sabonis. Got to talked a lot about, uh, you know, his his how he matches up with Jokic, and mm-hmm. there's the classic, uh, you know. Alperin Shangun is Char Charmander. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabonis is Charmeleon, yep. and Jokic is Charizard. Very much, uh, very fitting. Probably like the most fitting basketball meme that there is out there right now. Uh, and I'm just looking at how Sabonis has performed against the Nuggets since he's joined the Kings. They've had some battles, man. Two or three of these games are just absolute rock fights between the two. Uh, for the most part, the, the matchups have been pretty close, but I'm just looking at a couple of these. Uh, the first time they matched up, uh, February 24th, 2022, 33-14 mm-hmm. for Sabonis, 25-12 and 12 for Jokic. They played again two days later. Jokic, 18-10-11. Sabonis, 14-16-7. Then last season, the only time they played each other uh, was December 28th. The Kings won 127-126. Jokic, 47-6. Sabonis, 31-10-5. These two definitely get up when they play each other. I'm expecting just these two to go at it. Two Titans going at it. I'm going to say... Give me a 20-point triple-double for Sabonis. On wow. Saturday. Well, and Sabonis, that's two games now where he hasn't gotten close to. He's been missing. MIA. Yeah, because yeah, he round 19 points, right, 20 points. He hasn't touched 20 points in at least two games. No, it's been uh, he hasn't touched 20 points since the second New Orleans game. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, his last three games have been really bad. Even that Minnesota game only scored 15, got 11 rebounds, but that's to be expected with Sabonis. Uh, his last three games I'm looking at here, he's averaging 11, 8, and 6 on this is the killer because this is a guy who shoots 60% from the field. Last three games, he shot 35% from the field. That's insane. Can't have that. Demonis Sabonis, bounce back game against the best center in the league. Maybe the best player in the league. And he had to sit on it, right, for what? Three days, three days now. He's and had think to stew about with it. those performances. And, and look, we talk a lot about De'Aaron Fox and the Tyrese Halliburton's of the world and the other point guards that he's going up against. I think that just like you selected him as your dog, I think that... I think that Sabonis has that dog in him too. And I think and I don't think, you know, you have to have that confidence. I don't think he's got to go out there and say, I'm better than Jokic. Yeah. I don't think he's got to do Flex that. On him. No, I I, I we might too small. see it. Right. Come oh my on. goodness. I I Come hope, on. I pray I that we see I, I, I need to see something like that. But you know, it's not not fully national. It's it's NBA TV, so there'll be a couple more eyes yeah. on it. So I think that I think that he'll come out Sabonis will and he'll have a, you know, Something to say about about some people. Look, we did a chronicling the the struggles of Sabonis just yesterday. Yep. Right. He is very important to this team. And why do we have to have a conversation like that after only two games of two games of you know subpar play? Not even terrible play, just subpar because of how important he is to this team. So you got Sasha, you got Sabonis. I kind of want to say if it's if Jamal plays, I would go De'Aaron. If Jamal doesn't play, I want to go in a different direction. I don't know where I would go yet. Feeling that Kentucky, that Kentucky, that Kentucky, (laughs) that Kentucky thing is really going to drive him. But honestly, I might just go random here, and I've picked him about every other game. (laughs) Kevin Herter, please come on, come on, come on. Kevin Herter, I think Kevin Herter gets back on track. Really, we haven't seen an explosion from him since coming back from. With a finger injury, yep, finger, so hopefully yeah. he can he can get back on track. So I'm not going to go De'Aaron. I think De'Aaron's going to ball. Yeah, but I'm Again, not. Again, it's, it's almost too easy. Too, it's to too pick easy. We, like, you're picking Sabonis because Sabonis has been struggling a bit, yeah. so to kind of get him out of it, I'm going to go with Kevin Herter. It's been a little bit, and I think it's going to be Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. There you go. Nine one six. Sabonis is headed the way of Roy Hibbert. What does that even mean? I'm not sure, but what I don't like it, and I'm going to take mean? it as disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing a lot of big words out there. Yeah. I don't know what they mean, so I'm going to take them as disrespect. I'm going to take okay? it as disrespect. That's so. Those are your dogs. Let's see on the YouTube chat. We have a couple here. Obviously, some more Sabonis picks. Some. Here you go, De'Aaron Fox as well from the 209, taking my pick, going with Kevin Herter. And we have one from the 916 saying, my dog is going to be the Monk Yard dog, Malik Monk. There you go. There you go. And look, you need a couple dogs if you're going to take down the defending champs. And don't let anybody forget it because I think they like that. I think they like flying under the radar. So don't let them kind of just sneak in here. They got a game tonight against the Suns. I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out along with the college football, the the end of the Pac-12, right, with Oregon and Washington. So a lot lot to get to tonight. Got to get to a break. When we get back, crosstalk. With Kyle Draper and the high flyer, Henry Turner, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. The showdown is almost here. We are back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, joined by our own Kyle Draper. And Kyle, I'm not even going to waste time. We had Jason Dumas on earlier. Yes, sir. Our you guy. Know, he started with, he, he went with Reading Terminal. 
market for the cheesesteaks. And we also have, we had some people on the on the YouTube chat even being a part of it as well, throwing out, somebody said they were taking Pats, that was A.A. Ron, said they were taking Pats over Ishkabibbles, which Ishkabibbles is my number one. That's that, your number one? That's okay. my number one. What is okay. your number one? You know, I'm a Max and Irma's guy. Okay. I'm a Delisandro's guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a uh, Explorer's Den guy on okay. the campus of LaSalle. It just depends on who you are. If I'm a tourist, I'm not sending you to Max and Irma's at Broad Neary. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that because that's the hood. You know, I, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, you could go on South Street, you could yeah. go to Bibbles, you could go to gyms, gyms. Pat's, something, somewhere like that. That's a more touristy area. But for me, usually I'm a De La Sandro's guy or a Max and Irma's kind of guy. It used to be a spot in West Oak Lane in Philly called Pagano's. That's what I had growing up on Ogon's Ave. Best. Five dollars mm-hmm. loaded with meat. It's yeah. gone downhill. New ownership, mm. so I don't even go there anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll drive the extra ten to fifteen minutes to mm-hmm. go to Delisandro's, right? Instead of uh, Pat's or, or uh, Pagano's, which is right around the corner from so my parents. What mm-hmm. makes a good Philly cheesesteak then? Like what? What's the thing that puts it over the top? Bread is big. Yeah, the the, the, the bread, bread is, is big. big. That's that's massive. It okay. got to be soft. It can't be hard. The quality of the meat too. Let's right. keep it real. Sure. Yeah. Let's keep it real. And, and I don't know about you, Alan. I'm not a cheese whiz guy. I am. Are you really? I know. Oh, doesn't that I kind know. of downgrade like the quality? I just like, like you it. can't have I good like, cheese I go whiz, whiz right? I, every no time. Way, I do. No, oh, I do. You so what do you go? Me. Provolone? No, I go American cheese. Okay. Okay. See, okay. this is how you order it when you okay. go to Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need a, a, a cheesesteak, American cheese, fried onion, salt, pepper, ketchup. Oof. That's how you say it. Salt, pepper, ketchup. You get like ketchup that. on it. Yes. You don't? No. What do you get? I just go. I just go cheese whiz. I just go onions and cheese whiz. What? Mm-hmm. Dude, we throw the ketchup on it too, man. <laughs> okay. We throw the ketchup on it too. Yes. All right. Uh, you a chicken cheesesteak guy oh, too? Okay. Okay. Man. All right. Just I'll sure. tell you what. When I went out there, I you know you have a buffalo buffalo sandwich out here, yeah. right? But buffalo is just much bigger East Coast anyway. Right. Right. I never even knew. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I said to this day. The one thing you could find a cheesesteak out here, but that's the one thing you yeah, cannot. That's what I was gonna say. Nobody's doing chicken cheesesteaks out. Nobody's here. doing that. Is there any like, you know, does Jersey Mike's or is there anybody who makes something they try that's to even claim like close to what you guys are shop, looking for? But, yeah, but that's when you're desperate. You right. know, that's yeah, when that's you, what you it know, feels it's like. It's not the same. But if you're missing home like me, if I'm missing Philly, yeah. maybe I'll get it. I'm not doing Subway. Right. No, 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 I'm not no, doing that. No, I yeah. can't. No, but I'm if not, you're me I'm and you it. don't know any better, I will crush a Jersey Mike's chicken cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, I what? didn't even know they served they that. that I, I, yeah, I don't know. yeah so, man. Get onions, peppers, everything. There you go. So Jason Dumas got on me because in San Francisco, there's a spot called Buster's. And I said, Buster's? All right, it's something else. Jason ripped me on on social media. I mess, I, I should have thought about this about two years ago. Yeah. He goes, dude, I just lost points for you. What are we doing, what, man? He liked Busters. Or no, you like no, oh, he, he did not. He said, Alan, come on now. We got we got to keep it real. And you went to college and Philly. You should know I the spots, it. dude. I like. Was Owls Nest across the street still open when you were there? Oh yeah, Owls Nest. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We did Maxies as yep. well. Yep. So those were. Those were all the spots. So, and I heard you on the broadcast. I was a little bit surprised just because of just because of the fan base. But you you hit us. I was listening. I was watching. You hit us with a fly Eagles fly on the broadcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not shy about your <laughs> fandom here. Not at all. You know because here's the thing. And I said it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Us Eagles fans, we could walk around the street 
Pride. Yeah. Proud. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to say anything. Mm-mm. And they ain't going to say anything next week after we whoop them up on Sunday <laughs> wow. anyway. And so I, I can't wait to get on this uh, on, on the show with High Flyer coming up. But no, nah, man, when you're 10 and 1, mm-hmm. when you're clearly the best team in the NFL, okay. you should be proud of that. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. what I am. Proud of my Eagles. You man. worried at all about some of the close games that they've had or a win's a win? I think a win's a win. I, mm-hmm. I think they're battle tested mm-hmm. because – they aren't close games against bums. They've beaten some of the best out there. Mm-hmm. They've beaten a Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They've beaten a Buffalo. Right. They've beaten a Dallas. You know, you look at their strength of schedule versus, let's say, the Niners or mm-hmm. the Cowboys or some of these other teams. Eagles blow them out by far. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have close games when you play great teams. Name me one good team outside of Dallas that the Niners have actually beat. And don't tell me Jacksonville. I'm not buying the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, got some there. You got some there. You got some there. Jacksonville was supposed to be the hot pick, though. They were not, supposed to be the But they're not really a, a contender, are they? No. 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 Now, the Niners what got some coming well, up, though. That was, well, actually, they, yeah. I was gonna say, they lost to the Bengals. But, right. Like, with Joe Burrow, yeah. yeah. Is there anything about the Niners that scared? Like, if if it is not, if it's not going to go well for Philly, what, what like, where do you see? Well, the Eagles' pass defense is suspect. Man. Sure. Like, that's secondary. Right. Banged up, not playing well. And so I, I think a Debo Samuel scares me. Sure. Not necessarily a IU. Right. I think they'll try, but a Debo is is virtually unstoppable. The way they use him, the way they move yeah. him around, and so that worries me. I'm not too worried about the pass rush. Hmm. Yeah. I think the Eagles' yeah, offensive line is well. you know pretty strong. I think Jalen Hurts' his escapability, his decision making. I think it's going to come down to can we get a rush on Brock Purdy? so that they don't gash us in the pass game. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be key. And you got Darius Slay, and that's that seems like it's kind of it. And that's even, it. Right. He and can't guard sometime, everybody. No, yeah. you can't guard yeah. everybody. That's a problem when you say, I'm not as worried. You're not necessarily worried about Ayuk because they can guard Ayuk, but you still got to guard Debo. Right. That's you the still- problem. That's a problem yep. with, with the Niners and why, you know, all the questions about Brock Purdy, is it the weapons or is it or is it him? Let's switch over to the Kings here and, and get ready for this game tomorrow night. You know, it's interesting talking about the Nuggets and the fact that they're defending champs because you almost have to remind yourself, and I don't think it's the market, but it's the way they play, and Jokic is still a bit unassuming even though he's got multiple MVPs and a championship. Do you think that the Nuggets – do you look at them and say they could be a dynasty? Or do you think, you know, because we were talking comparing them to the Warriors, and it's, you okay, you, Michael Porter Jr., is he going to take the leap? Right. Jamal Murray, he's had injury problems. Jokic is generational. But are the rest of the guys going to be able to churn it out year in and year out? No, and, and, and here's the reason why. We talk about the Warriors dynasty. Well, the Warriors added Kevin Durant. Now, if you right. told me Jokic and those guys were going to go out and get Jason Tatum, right. then I'm like, oh, my gosh, how do we stop that? That's a good but point. As president point. constructed, I, I can't see it happening. I, I just think there are too many teams on the come up. Uh, I look at Boston right, right now. You know, I, I, I look at Milwaukee, even though they're slow, Dame Lillard and them. I look at Phoenix. Uh, I look at Sac- I look at OKC in two years right. where they're going to be at. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Denver, you know, what worries me going into tomorrow's game is Mike Malone got them boys playing hard Mm -hmm. they're they're hard they're tough and it's gonna be a tough matchup for the kings but you know the warriors dynasty doesn't become a dynasty if they don't get kevin durant and i think that was a big reason why and so now if the nuggets go out and get somebody like that okay then they got a dynasty yeah you cannot have if whether we don't know we're trying to figure out if 
Jamal Murray is going to play. Man, he rolls his ankle right, right. after the so hamstring. Terrible. I mean, we were talking about injury luck, and some guys just seem to get the get the short end of the end of the stick. But then, to your point, guys playing hard, they beat a Clipper team. Reggie Jackson, what is happening? <laughs> That's my guy, Reggie Jackson. Man. But you know how it is when a, when a, a star goes down. If I'm a bench player or reserve, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's my I'm time shine. to shine. Yeah. I'm going to show them, and that's exactly what he did the yep. other night. Yeah, you ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. Yeah, yes, well, I, I hope you are ready for <laughs> the Drive Guys. Uh, there you go right there. The Drive Guys with Henry Turner, the high flyer, filling in for Whitey Gleason and our guy, Kyle Draper. Thank you for listening all week. Enjoy your weekend. Until Monday, secure the bag, light the beam.